it's Rhonda Shortino. Thank you so much for joining me for Live, Love, Survive, and Thrive. I know there's lots of other stuff that you could be listening to, but this podcast is for you. It's to help you live an amazing life, the life that you were born to live. It's to help you love, to put your love into action, because that will change your life and the lives of everyone within your influence. It's to help you survive the tough times and to help you mine the lessons out of everything you go through, especially the most painful stuff that you go through, and to use those exact things to thrive. This is Live, Love, Survive, and Thrive with Rhonda Shortino and my awesome co-host, Jenny Christensen. And uh, Jenny is a certified life coach, a certified academic coach, and a 25-year educator. Jenny, I'm so excited. I want to talk to you and hear from you today about the power of gratitude. Well, you know, Rhonda, I think this is a a timely topic for people. And I think gratitude is something that we need to practice all the time. And that is the that is one of the key words for today. And I want to preface today by saying studies show without boring everybody with all the details. But if people want to look up the power of gratitude in terms of this, you know, scientific neuroscience studies and all kinds of things, they're going to find a lot of information. And so without giving all the credit to those people, there is a lot of studies that prove that gratitude is very important in our lives. And particularly right now, it's la la foo-foo thing. It's, it's a real, it's a real, it's a real proven thing. And so with that in mind, we know that people are struggling during this COVID situation, but the fact is there are hundreds, if not thousands of struggles that we go through in our lives. You know, everything from, you know, job loss to divorces, to physical things, to deaths in our families. And so I think gratitude is something that we need to learn to practice. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very important word. It's like things that we want to get good at, whether it's painting or some kind of, you know, music, what do we have to do to get better practice? And I think that's very important that gratitude becomes something that we practice. Mm -hmm. So in, even in my own life, I can become very overwhelmed by circumstances or situations, or my mind wants to go there. And so psychologically, there are studies that have been done that says that gratitude reduces toxic or negative emotion. Wow. So so you can do research and and find those kinds of things. Like, for example, when we go through a situation or we have a concern, my mind can go to that place. And I literally tell myself, no, I'm grateful for this. And I do an immediate mind shift off of those emotions of feeling worried or concerned or having anxiety about something. And so I I think we have to be open and honest about that. I try to really practice it. So for example, when I go to bed at night and I'm feeling those things, I will literally close my eyes and begin to think, you know, I'm a person of faith. So I begin to thank God for all the things that he's given me. I think about the things that happened this week that were amazing. I think about the smile of one of my grandchildren or all of my grandchildren, or I'll think about something that was powerful in my past or a great friend I had or a conversation. It can be the smallest of things to trigger in our mind, a mindset of gratitude. Mm. I love that. So what I'm hearing you say is it's a choice. It is a choice. It is a very big choice that we have the opportunity to make. And there is also a body of research that says when we feel physical things, you know, pain and things like that, and I'm not minimizing those things, but people who are grateful 
it can help to minimize some of that because your mind's not focused on the pain, but focused on being grateful for things. And so it's, it, we're not minimizing the things that people go through, but we're talking about the process of practicing. So it's a thought exchange. And so I, you know, I have physical things that I feel, you know, during the day or whatever. And when, the minute I train my mind to go to a, a spirit of gratitude, it gets my mind off of, of the things that hurt. Hmm. That's really powerful because I know there are a lot of people right now who are in pain. I mean, emotional pain, psychological pain. There are people who are in pain in their relationships, um, you know, trapped in, in the house with somebody who's not handling the crisis very well and sort of taking it out on everyone around them. There are people who are in physical pain and not just with the COVID virus, but you know, with whatever's going on with them. And uh, the, the notion that we don't have to just sit there and be in pain and focus on our pain, but that we have the power to choose to think about something else is, uh, well, I mean, for the person who's in a lot of pain, it's, it may be tough to grasp uh, and it may be difficult to believe. So talk about, um, you say practice, Talk about, you know, how do you, how do you practice gratitude? How do you make that shift and choose it? Well, I think a lot of it begins with the focus, the literal focus of it. For me, sometimes it's something as simple as closing my eyes, closing my eyes and really thinking about it. Mm. it that's one thing. One, another option is to get to a place where you're by yourself just for a moment. And that might be the bathroom, Rhonda. It could be, you know, your bedroom with the door shut. And just for a minute, you, you're by yourself so you can quiet the voices that might be in your home or your apartment or whatever at the time. And even just the practice of breathing, you know, that, that reduces stress. There's all kinds of studies about breathing deeply. You know, when I go to the doctor's office, I have to take several deep breaths before the doctor comes in so that my blood pressure isn't up here. You know, I just have, so I have to practice breathing and calming down. You know, I always find myself feeling a little nervous when they take my blood pressure, but I don't have high blood pressure. Isn't that funny? So I practice the breathing. So I think sometimes it's about using some very simple techniques, closing your eyes, getting alone, walking outside for a moment, taking a few deep breaths so that you can take your, your, your thoughts away from the, the, the tough things that we're experiencing. And I don't mean in this session at all to minimize the difficulty people are going through, right. but just to replace some of those feelings with some really great gratitude. And then when we experience very difficult things, how can we walk through those things? There are many things that we can do, but today we're talking about gratitude. That's just one of those things. I, I, I love the idea of even jotting down a few things that, that, that we're grateful for people who journal or people who have a notebook and they, and they start to think about the things that they're grateful for. So wherever we are in our lives, the mindset of thinking about the things that we're grateful for, it could be something as simple as a wonderful, you know, dish of ice cream, you know, or a beautiful place that you visited one time, you know, or a, a you know, a good memory from the past, mm -hmm. you know, and not all, not all people have great memories, but there's something we've got to reach in there and find those things. So they also say um, that uh, there's some applied psychology studies that show that gratitude helps you sleep better. Mm. So that's something I began to practice at night. You know, we go through all kinds of, you know, changes and, and things that occur during the day and things like that. Maybe we have our minds get going. I can be somebody that can wake up at three in the morning and be thinking about something and then I'm completely awake. Uh -huh. You know, so I have something near my bed or I, you know, pick up and, and jot down some notes if I don't want to forget it, then that relieves my mind of it. Right. And then sometimes I'll go to a place of gratitude. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I love it. I so, um, I'm, I think I'm a naturally grateful person. 
Um, so I haven't really had to sort of make that shift, but, but I love the intentionality of what you're talking about and, yeah. and how I've never thought of it as a practice. I just thought, okay, well, I've been in some really hard places in my life. So when I'm not in a hard place and I'm no longer in a hard place, um, so it's easy for me. I think I'm so incredibly grateful because I can very vividly remember being homeless when I was a little girl. I can vividly remember being really, really hungry. Um, I vividly remember that I used to have migraines. I know how it feels. Um, you know, I've had, I've had surgeries. I've had all kinds of things, you know. So I still have a few little things that bother me. Right now I'm in tremendous pain with my jaw. My jaw pops out every once in a while. And uh, so it hurts to talk and it hurts to smile. And that's why I'm not super high energy today. But I, but I automatically think, oh, thank God, I have my eyesight. I can see. Yeah. I, I, I can hear. I can, I can speak. I, my, my mind, my brain works. I have, you know, my legs, I can walk. And I'm, I'm even embarrassed to even say some of those things because I think about, okay, what about the people who don't have their eyesight, you know, or they don't have their legs? Um, and I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but I think that it's when you've, when you've been in hard places, I think it's easier actually to be grateful because you know what it feels like to be in the other place. Exactly. And you know, the word, like I said, the word practice is really important. And I think, I think I'm thinking of that in two layers. One is sometimes I just walk around talking to myself. And I say, you know, I'm so grateful for, you know, where I live or what, you know, the, the beautiful flowers that I can see from my window. And I begin to do that. So when we encounter a hard time, our mind is doing that already. So I think we need to be grateful in the good times and the hard times. Yeah. And there's something so powerful about saying it out loud. Sometimes, I mean, we feel silly when we talk to ourselves or whatever. And someone who lives with us is going, are you talking to me? And you're saying, no, I'm not. I'm just being grateful. And there's something very powerful about hearing ourselves say it. I agree with you. I think self-talk is, is, is really good. And, and you know, the, it's funny because I think, I wonder about people who think, oh yeah, that's just a bunch of la la stuff. But when they go to, you know, hammer something and the hammer slips and they hit their thumb, they're the, you know, we're the first people to have something awful come out of our mouths. You know, I mean, I'll do that. I'm fussing with the computer. The computer is filled with demons and it won't work. And, and I'm saying, Rhonda, you dumb knucklehead. Why can't you figure it out? Okay. So if I can say that, then I can also say, okay, Rhonda, you know what? You're pretty smart. You can figure this out. Come on. You have tenacity. You have, you know, perseverance. You're going to hang in there until, so why not? Why not say those things to ourselves? Yeah. So we say like, like you said, we, we say, oh, darn it, this happened. Ouch, that hurt. We have to practice saying all those other things. And I think, you know, gratitude increases the endorphins of kindness. I think, I think, I think when we're grateful, we tend to be more kind and maybe even more empathetic because think about when we do a wonderful thing for somebody, you know, we, we give them a phone call. We've been talking in all these sessions, Rhonda, during the COVID. Uh, if, if anybody was with us yesterday, Dr. Annalisa and Relay was talking about a friend of hers who calls five people, you know, when you're grateful, I would suggest call two people that you're grateful for today. I could, I could give myself a litany of people that I'm grateful for. And they might be in my family. They might be my neighbor. You know, I have a really nice gentleman that lives next door to my husband and I. I mean, he's just a wonderful person. And for me to just knock on his door and say, you know what? We're just grateful you're our neighbor. 
we, we, you know, we care deeply about you. And, and, you know, if you ever need anything, let us know. We become more empathetic and kind when we, when we're grateful. And so I, what, a, what an easy strategy. And then once that person says, oh my goodness, I really needed that. Then they move it on to the, somebody they know. And we never know what that small gesture would do, but it's out of gratitude that you call somebody and say, you're grateful for them. And oh. I was a teacher for many years. And when I would say to my students, I am so grateful for each of you. Oh. I'm so grateful that you're in my class. They would be a kid having a teacher tell them that, that she was grateful. And I don't say that to bring attention to myself or what I did. I say that, that I really was grateful for those kids. They brought me through hard days and it might be something very unexpected for a, a person that's younger than you, a child or a teenager that's in your life and you're grateful for who they are. You know, think all the, the technological savvy teenagers that help us do things on the computer. Tell them you're grateful for them. It's easy. Right. You know, I think it goes the other way too. I think of, um, I had years ago when uh, when I was fairly new in business, I hired this young girl to be our receptionist. And um, she was so positive and upbeat. Never ever saw her, you know, having a bad day. Maybe she did, but she didn't, sure didn't show it. And there were days when I would, you know, it just would be a really hard day. I mean, we we, we protected um, child welfare organizations. So there were claims where children had gotten injured or, or killed. I mean, it was, there, was, there were some really serious and intense things. And I remember that I would walk past this young girl and I'm, I'm, I live in my head anyway. Uh, there's just a lot going on in there all the time. And so I would be so intensely focused on whatever it was that I was dealing with in that moment. And all the things that had to happen and they had to happen in a certain order and it was, and it was time sensitive. So, you know, so I'm just totally oblivious to other humans around me and people could perceive that as uh, being self-centered or, you know, whatever, uh, cause nobody knows what's going on in your head. But this, I would walk past and this young girl would make the effort instead of saying, Ooh, I'm scared of her you know, she's really intense. She's really serious. I'm going to keep my distance. She would say, she would just like put, put herself in my space, which is weird for an introvert, but she would get, kind of get right up to me and go, good morning. Are you, are you good this morning? Can I get you anything? And she just would go out of her way to, to um, smile and greet me. It mattered not to her that I was the CEO and she was the receptionist. She didn't think of it that way. She thought of it, I think, in terms of we're both human beings. She could sense that I was not happy. And, and she made such an attempt and it made such a difference. It made such a difference in me, it made a difference in my day. It made me more aware of people around me and how my intensity would get off on other people because you know, the leader of the organization sort of sets the tone. So if I was upset, pretty much everybody was upset or they were on eggshells, not this girl. And so I think, you know, like how unexpected it is that the teacher would say to the students, I'm so grateful for you for, for somebody at um, sort of another level of echelon within a company or within a family um, to take the lead and show gratitude it really sets the tone and we can learn, everybody can learn from people who will, who will choose gratitude and practice it. It's, and when that happens, it changes the other people and it changes the atmosphere and it makes the place better. It makes everybody better. It makes the world better. I love that. And the, the, the notion of taking the lead, 
take the lead in your own life and take the lead in the lives of another person by, by, by expressing gratitude. So as we close today, Rhonda, I want to give a really practical, easy life coaching tool for everybody. It's called the five things gratitude tool. Okay. Everybody, everybody, um, you know, we carry with us our hand. Okay. Barring that there's, you know, some issue, but we have these five fingers. And what's wonderful is that we can teach it to a child. So there's two ways to use the five thing gratitude tool. We're with us ourselves all day long. So we can hold up our hand or look down at it and tell ourselves five things that we're grateful for because we carry it with us. So we can look at our hand each day and say, I'm going to remember the five things gratitude tool. So if you have a child, you can teach an older child that, and then you can look at them and just put your hand up like this and it reminds them of gratitude. Oh. You can also use it as an artistic method with a younger child, how we used to trace our hands. Yes. So with a little child that's three or four, you teach them to trace their hand. And then in each finger spot, they learn to draw or say something that they're grateful for. You can help them write that. And it sounds so, you know, so simple, but I want everybody to think about their five fingers today and think of five things that they're grateful for. So for me today, my five things were love. I'm grateful for my husband, my kids, my friendships, and my grandchildren. I've already named those five things. So tonight I could think of five more things that I'm grateful for. So a five things gratitude tool is so easy. And if it's a quick visual and emotional reminder for people, I hope that'll help everybody. Oh, that's really good, Jenny. Thank you so much. I love it. So tomorrow, what are we talking about tomorrow? Tomorrow we're going to talk about obstacles to achieving your goals or moving forward oh, past the difficult good. situation. All right. Well, join us tomorrow to talk about not only obstacles, but I like talking about blasting through obstacles, going over, going through, going under, going around, but by all means, not allowing obstacles to interfere with uh, where we're going. Sounds great. All right, Jenny, thank you. And going live. In the event, and I called the event, the power of gratitude is immeasurable. Oops. This is such a great topic. You're so good at coming up with these things. Did you see the comment that I was pointing out to you in, in the text? Did you ever find it? No, I could not see any. I saw the number of views, but I went to your page. I cannot see it. What did it say? I could read topics lately. Really? Yeah, that's all you. No, it's all coaching stuff. And that journal one is kind of interesting. I thought we could just kind of bounce off that journal one. That it, There's like a J-O-U-N. Not everybody agrees with the journal, but it's a good idea for some people, you know, if they want to do it. Yeah, I love it. I've been journaling. Oh, my goodness. Seriously, it's just circling. Sorry, we're recording. No, well, we're recording, but um, it's just circling. And I'm on, I'm doing it the way it's supposed to happen. So maybe I'm having an internet problem. Let me just see. Yeah, it says looking for Wi-Fi. Okay, let me switch over. <clears throat> Your internet connection is unstable, it says to me. Okay, I'm gonna start over.
Okay, maybe it's going to go this time. Looking for Wi-Fi. Okay, let me see if I can run it off of my phone on a hotspot. Because I am determined. Huh. Okay, trying with my phone as a hotspot. Come on now, in Jesus' name, I command you to work. Even technology has to bow to the name of Jesus. Come on. Hey, I have a free gift for you. For a limited time, as long as supplies last, I want to send you a copy of my book, Succeed Because of What You've Been Through. I'm going to also send you the accompanying workbook for free. Free shipping and everything. All you have to do is go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, go to the shop button at the top and find the Succeed Because book and workbook set. It's normally $19.95, but with the coupon code COVID, C-O-V-I-D, I will send it to you for free. I hope you take advantage of this offer. I wrote this book to help people mine the lessons out of what they've been through and use those lessons to create personal and professional success. I want to do that for you. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe. I hope you'll share with others and and just come alongside of us in helping people to live, love, survive, and thrive. See you next time.